Hi, this is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. I hope everyone's doing okay. Today's Friday. I kind of was thinking it was Thursday, I think all morning or yesterday. I don't really know. So I'm sure you have lost track of time too. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) happy Friday. I kind of waited till forever to record this episode and I feel like it's probably because my ego knows that once I talk about it and kind of uh, make it known that it's not really going to have that much of a pull on me. So I feel like I've been procrastinating, procrastinating. So I went to the store and ran some errands and, you know, everything but my podcast. So here we are. I'm just having to kind of get to the point where I sit down and I'm like, look, dude, you have to do it. Not like in a weird, like obligated way, but just like you're procrastinating and it's manifesting in anyways. So last week, if you tune in, I talked about kind of my recent experience with creating and identifying with the artist that's inside of me and inside of all of us and kind of where I'm at with that journey and uh, the books that I've been reading that kind of offer a spiritual lens that kind of makes sense with creativity and really just the main point is if we are a part of this larger universe and that universe or source created our reality or existence, then we have the power to create too, just like the kind of higher parts of our being. And so it's kind of like creating is then becomes like a spiritual expression type of thing. And so I think it would be really awesome for everyone to like find what inspires them and create and make beautiful things, whether that is little doodles in your book or novels or music or fashion or food, anything really. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week, it didn't really seem like anything had happened or I just didn't I didn't really know what I was going to talk about. And then I was thinking about these feelings that I've been having while I'm creating, kind of. And I've talked about self-sabotage and self-doubt, and you can reference all of that in the previous episodes, but it's just been coming up lately and it kind of reminds me a little bit, a little bit different. Before I had the intention of going to get my PhD and doing research. And so before I was doing all that, I got so nervous and I didn't want to fill out any forms. I didn't want to write any papers. I didn't, I didn't want to do it. And it was so scary. And I had always had these feelings of like, well, I'm not smart enough and I don't belong and I'm not, I don't know, just these weird kind of irrational fears 
And so it's a little bit different now because this is more of like a creative process than like a you're getting accepted into grad school process. But just those feelings of not belonging and not being good enough and all of those surfacing, that's kind of where I found like, ooh, I, I've experienced this a little bit before. And so, yeah, I've been feeling that lately. And I think naturally that just comes with the creative process. And I don't know, it's kind of weird, but it's kind of like the same level of weirdness that self-sabotage operates on. Because you're like, well, why does this part of me not want me to succeed? And at that point, it's like, I don't know. I even tried to reflect on that before the episode and it beats me. It beats me that even though like there's a physical part of our being that doesn't understand wholeness, it's just like, why would it be so afraid of that? And why would it want to prevent that? And why would it want to prevent good things from happening and reaping the benefits of success and working really hard and all that stuff. So yeah, you know, I've been reading The Artist's Way and it's really helping. And I think this is kind of one of the issues, one of the issues that a lot of artists face. And so I found this quote by Marianne Williamson in the book when I was reading and it kind of affirms that belief that you don't belong and they call it imposter syndrome and I think it's just coming from this idea of you think that you're a fraud and you don't belong whatever so the quote is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are more powerful beyond measure it is light not our darkness that frightens us we ask ourselves who am I to be brilliant gorgeous handsome talented and fabulous actually, who are you not to be? And I think that's cool because it illuminates, get it? It illuminates this idea that our light is actually scary to us and success is scary and affirming that we are all these things that are contrary to what our little inner critic says is like, wait, 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 what? I am special and I am loved and I am cool. And so for some reason, our brains are like, well, you don't get to enjoy this and you don't get to be this special thing that you want to be. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And I was like, well, shit, that's perfect to talk about because... It's just perfect to talk about. <laughs> but like, I there's no way that other people don't feel this way. And I don't think it has to necessarily be related to art. Just there's so many instances where people don't feel like they belong. And I think like we've talked about, that's just part of how the ego operates. But like really, if you think about it, it just doesn't make sense. And so... I'm kind of in my life right now trying to navigate, well, where are these thought patterns coming from? What are they trying to tell me? And what can I do to affirm my creativity and affirm my being and my beauty and my existence? And so, yeah, that's where I'm at. So let's see. I was kind of, I didn't know if I needed to talk about 
or like structure this. And I think I tried to, but I think I seriously think my ego has just been like not wanting to talk about this episode. Oh man. Okay. But basically from all the research that I've done and all the reflection is fear of success is kind of like fearing failure. I mean, it's, it's just fear. And I came up with like the, these steps that I can take to address it. And so I guess keep all this in mind as we talk about this stuff today. And yeah, so for sure we need to acknowledge that the fear exists so we can kind of like shine a light on it and let it be known. And then I am going to try to understand the fear and understand what it's saying and understand where it's coming from. And then after that, I can hold space and have compassion for these thought patterns and compassion for the my soul or whoever to understand that these are just natural feelings and fear is just kind of this byproduct of our material existence. And after I can hold space, then I can let go of attachment to the sphere and let go. And then always remembering that things are not permanent and that includes fear. And so we may be experiencing this fear in one moment, but just knowing that it will dissipate eventually and yeah. So I guess I'm going to try to be structured. We'll see. We'll see. It's really nice having a nice microphone. Um, but I'm doing this at 5 PM. So I feel like it's kind of active. And now that the world's trying to go back to normal, well, at least Tennessee, it's kind of just like, well, there's a lot of people outside and a lot of hustle and bustle. So I'm kind of interested to see what happens, but for now I'm just chilling. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, so I shared that quote with you. And I mentioned my journey with self-sabotage and I did a couple episodes on that. But I'm kind of, I'm in a lot better space now with it, but I'm kind of realizing that it's just going to be a part of my life. And I kind of talked with some people in the like girls group that I'm in. And they were talking about how they deal with it every day. And I think it's just going to be one of those situations where I'm going to need to just say, okay, you can hang out with me. Just don't talk out of turn. And I don't know. So yeah, I talked about how weird it is having this being this part of you that is kind of working against you. And I know I used to have a problem like that really heavy. When was it? Maybe like a year, two years ago. But I would just like be drinking and it would just like, like it would just go to blackout. Like I don't even think I had to drink that much, but I could just tell that it seemed like this part of me was trying to communicate to me through my blackouts and just basically meaning like I would wake up and just I've texted my ex-boyfriend or done something stupid or just, uh, but like, I don't know. It just seemed like my 
inside, maybe my inner child was like screaming for me to pay attention. And so it would just like do all these things that would like sabotage me, would drink a lot, sleep late, all that stuff. And so totally, totally way, way better than how it used to be. Um, but that's taken some time and that's taken some listening and reflecting and we're friends now. Um, but it still sometimes comes out and I've noticed it comes out now when I'm trying to write music or whatever, whatever. And so it's just whatever. And I really think as weird as it is, it's like fear of success. And I think for me to finally experience like affirming my needs and my wants, that's just like new. And so it's like scary what happens when you take risk and the ego, as we've mentioned before, doesn't, he's not cool with that. And so as weird as it sounds, your ego will literally do whatever it takes to psych you out or freak you out or whatever. And so like I was playing this live stream last week and it really, I started challenging my ego. I think when I started stepping out of my comfort zone and started playing shows Well, because of the quarantine, I haven't played a show for a couple months and it doesn't seem like that long, but for me thinking about, okay, so it's been about two months since I have stepped out of my comfort zone and done something that freaked me out. And so my ego kind of thought, okay, well, it can just be doing whatever it wants and it doesn't have to like do anything scary. So this live stream was an opportunity for my ego to just be like, well, what the heck is going on? Even my body started getting really tense before the show. Like, I just remember my head started hurting and I really wanted to take a nap, but my mind was just racing and I couldn't fall asleep. So I kind of knew that's what was happening. And I was just trying to stay present and just make sure I was ready to go and whatever. But it's just weird. Like, it's just weird being able to identify your ego like that. And so for sure, I feel like that was a little bit of self-sabotage trying to like make me tired and make my body start hurting. And so anyways, um, what I've learned from in the artist's way is that well, and the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, that when you're feeling this resistance, that means that you are on your path and you should act on this resistance because it means that you're like getting to the core and you are getting really close to this thing that's going to kind of liberate you. And I was thinking about if that was the case with grad school. And that would be, I think, a situation where my uncomfortableness and kind of paralysis was me realizing that wasn't for me. So I feel like it's kind of like a really fine line between 
Is this something I should keep doing or is this something that I need to get away from? But I feel like you'll know. And I feel like, at least for creating, I definitely feel like I this is something that I want to do. And so I am just motivated to fight the resistance and stay on track. So let's see if you, oh goodness, I just like pressed a button. So if you haven't heard of imposter syndrome, it's like this weird idea where you don't feel like you belong. You just got lucky randomly. You were at the right place at the right time. And you don't really accept like the credit that you're being given or don't allow yourself to take it. And it's like our ego is so paralyzed by fear, fear of uncertainty, fear of whatever, fear of doing a good job. Seriously. I'm just like, why? So I've been feeling like that lately and not like... I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm a fraud. Like, sometimes I feel like I don't belong in, like, the music scene or I'm not a DJ and I just press play or, I don't know, just, like, these weird irrational things. And I think that comes from probably just, like, listening too much to what other people think. And this whole journey has kind of taught me to kind of get the good kind of tunnel vision and just stay on your path and stay true to yourself. But yeah, so I've been feeling weird. Like, it's so, it's so weird. Like feeling like, oh, people are like, yeah, you did a good job. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I feel like I messed up here and here and here and here and here. And I know that's natural. Like I say, thank you now when people compliment me, but it's just one thing to actually believe it. And so I'll like, I don't know, it's getting better, but it's just so irrational. And I think to me, what also gets to me is that like, if you're going to say that you're afraid of success, that kind of sounds silly. And it's like, well, oh, my feelings are silly, but they're not. But it all just starts to make sense when I think about my self-sabotage and I think about all of these things. And something I was reading was saying that it could have something to do with like your childhood and the environment. And so I was thinking and I mean, I don't think I did too many things creatively, like creative outlets, like colored or I mean, I'm probably colored. But I do remember, like, I would come home and be so, like, ooh, yay, I got an A, or I got this and this and this, and it's not that it was received poorly, it just kind of wasn't received. And so I feel like there's this idea of just, like, okay, cool, I can do a really good job, but I'm not going to get any validation for it, or something weird. And I guess I just felt like, oh, I can do my best and try really hard and produce good results and it's not going to matter anyways or something weird like that. And so that's kind of the only thing I can think of that would kind of still be a limiting belief in my life. And 
I don't really think I was ever taught to be proud of myself or be proud of my efforts. I mean, I guess it's like hard. How do you teach someone to do that? But I'm just, it's not been something that I'm good at. And I've got, it's kind of like my brain just wired to be like, well, here's where you messed up and here's where you can do better, which I think in certain situations is good. I think finding the avenue where I can be critical and pay attention to detail, I feel like there's a, there's a good time for that. And then there's also a not good time. And so I think I just need to be really, really compassionate when I start thinking like that. Yeah, it's just these weird feelings. And so now that I've kind of acknowledged it and called it what it is, I think I'm doing better. And I think, I think, I think it's getting better. But if you are having these feelings of not belonging or that you don't deserve what you are being told or you don't deserve these awards, you don't deserve the credit, then it's normal. And I think it happens to everybody. And I think it is definitely a message that you care and you're on the right track. And like I was reading something and it was like, well, if you, or it was saying that if you're a fraud, you're not really thinking about that. You're just like doing whatever. And so basically having imposter syndrome is just like this weird convoluted idea. And so you're probably on the right track. But what's the important part, I think, out of all of this is what has this taught me and what can I do to live kind of a freer life and be happy and be content with where I am and stuff like that. So, I mean... If I didn't have any part of this journey, I wouldn't have learned all these things. And being comfortable with being uncomfortable is one of them. And it's kind of cool because by doing all these things and putting myself out there, it's literally just like, well, screw you, fear. I don't care what you say or how big and bad you think you are, but... I'm still going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And I shared it on my Instagram, but another quote that I found in the artist's way was, there's only one cure for fear and that cure is love. And I think that's totally true because if you look at the spectrum, you've got fear, you've got love and everything's kind of based around that. Well, Fear is just kind of like the lack of love. And so I think when you can infuse love into the situation that your fears kind of soften up and you begin to have compassion. So we'll go back to kind of those, that little thing I was talking about. And it's first to acknowledge the fear, which we've done. We've named it. We've labeled it understanding it. And we kind of talked about that, the self-sabotage, understanding that I guess our separate ego can't fathom what wholeness means. And so 
this idea where success is real and love and support, it doesn't know that. And so it's just kind of trying to reinforce these ideas of separation and I'm making this gesture with my hands, like ripping apart. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we kind of understand that. I think we're going to, I think we're, we've understood it as much as we'll be able to. Cause I don't, I don't think I'll ever understand why. And I think that's part of why it kind of contributes to being irrational to me. But anyways, so yeah, we've done those two things and now we can hold space for it. And I can have compassion for the ego. I know that it's just worried about our safety and wants to keep us comfortable and stepping outside of our comfort zones is a, is a little scary and we can be taking these big risks and we might die and we might fail and we might get embarrassed and we might be ashamed, but I don't think that that means that it's not worth trying. So yes, just taking a moment to hold space for this fear, to validate it, to be aware that it exists. And then also let it go and know that it's just another part of being a human and understanding this universal idea of ourselves feeling threatened and stuff like that. But Reminding your inner child, your inner self that you have its best interests at heart and you are going to take care of it. And these limiting beliefs are not helping us grow and they're not helping us move forward. And so kind of recognizing that and recognizing that maybe we need to let it go and accept that it's just something that our ego is trying to hold on to and to keep us in this safe place, but we are trying to change the world and we're trying to be the best versions of ourselves. And so we got to let it go. And I think this has been a huge lesson for me because it's just like, I see it manifests every day. And I'm grateful now because I am at the place where I can just kind of observe instead of get upset or freak out or whatever. But yeah, just kind of recognizing it that it came up again, but kind of having that higher awareness of, hey, I love you, I appreciate you, but this isn't working out anymore. And so yeah, I think that is a really good way of kind of working through these feelings. I think affirmations are super cool and the way... That the artist's way kind of helps explain it is to list all of the negative things that you say about yourself, like, oh, my song sucks, or I am not creative at all, and kind of flip it and just say, my song is under development, or my song's great, or I am talented, I'm creative, I'm an artist, and kind of mirroring all of those limiting beliefs and replacing them with kind of happy, positive, just 
it's not like you're sugarcoating the truth. You're just using a different lens. And so I think that is the hugest part of all this. And that's to reframe your thoughts and just always having a growth perspective so that you can work through these things and not get worked up over them and move forward. And another thing that I have to especially remember is that external validation will never fill your cup. And so that means that we have to learn how to fill up our own cup. And something that I have learned on this self-care journey is that when I can honor my needs, then I am honored in return. Like, when I can honor my soul and do things that make my soul happy and not do things that makes my soul sad, then things start working out for me and it's just kind of like building this relationship of respect with myself. And so I think when I can honor myself and honor my inner child, then I have this better balance and I have less of like this inkling to just completely like rip myself to shreds. So, um, I put self-compassion as always and you know me, I think that's the key to everything and I think here is especially important because being compassionate to ourselves that we are going through this experience and having these feelings and also kind of taking care of ourselves and reminding ourselves, hey, we got this and you are the universe expressing itself and you're beautiful and you're loved and you're abundant and you're going to make it. This will be over soon. You know, all of those things. It feels so interesting doing this at a desk. <laughs> like over are the days that I sit on my bed. But anyways, so yeah, this is definitely something that I am still working with. I think I'm getting a better understanding of it and definitely learning about myself. But yeah, so knowing that this is kind of a lifelong thing, I'm setting the intention to kind of move along day by day and not get too ahead of myself, not get too frustrated with the past or the future, anything like that. Yeah, we're just fully living in the moment. No one can touch us there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you're having a good week now that it's Friday. I hope that you're staying safe. I don't really know what to think about opening things, but I know everything will work itself out. I officially told my boss that I'm not going back to work. So for now, I'm just being a creative and hanging out at the house. So this is my life and I'm just grateful to have a roof over my head and to have food and people that love me and internet so I can do this podcast. If you don't have any more questions or thoughts or concerns, then I'll catch you on the Instagram at Embrace the Madness Podcast and we'll see what next week looks like. 
It's my boyfriend's birthday on Monday the 11th, so everybody tell him happy birthday, and I'll catch you whenever I catch ya. This is Madeline. Bye! Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life.